arrogant healthcare marketing bastards were podcasting live from Shishmid 2013 in Chicago, September 29th to October 1st. Now, over the next several weeks, we'll be rebroadcasting those sessions alongside our weekly podcast. If you are subscribed in iTunes or through RSS, you'll receive the episodes automatically. Otherwise, visit thinkinterval.com or follow Interval Crew on Twitter for notification of our new shows. This session was recorded on Monday, September 30th from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Chris, Robert, and Jackie had a chance to speak with Gina Hitchcock, Vice President of Public Affairs and Marketing at MedStar, Deb Paul, Communications and Marketing Specialist at CentraCare Health, and Allie Friesman, Inbound Marketing Consultant at SEER Interactive. We're just getting our sea legs. We are. As they say. Yesterday was so fast and furious that um, it sounds like from external sources that it went great. We heard great things. The audio was great. I mean, we had great conversations, but the the question is whether anybody else. Hello, Laura Lee. How are you? I'm great. Are you going to stop over and say hi today? I will stop over. Right now, you're live on the internet. Well, then don't back up. You're supposed to lean in. Good morning, everybody. It's Laura Lee with Lion's Share. Welcome. Thank you. There you go. It scares people. It you does. tell them you're live, and they literally take a step back, like yeah. they're touching yeah. a electrical wire or something. She was brave. Yeah, Lee was brave. That's good. So people are starting to stream in now. We got thumbs up from Jackie. So now We're Jackie rolling. can actually. She poor Jackie. We we should blame all this on Katie Streeter. Can we blame it on her? <laughs> Katie, you listening? Yes, because Katie, uh, Katie was supposed to be here being her assistant, and she found a better job. So hello. <laughs> Morning. Good, how are you? We're a healthcare marketing firm. There's little flyers that explain it all. We know it's confusing. That's our intent is to confuse you. <laughs> do you want you can say hi, we're on the internet right now. We do a podcast every week, so that's what we're doing. Live podcasting. No, it's not the shush. Yeah. We want people to say hi. So we have curious people in our booth, and they're confused by what we do and who we are, and I guess mission accomplished. Yeah, I know. That's uh, that's okay. <laughs> it is okay. If they stop, right. then as long as we can answer their question, they'll get it. These these four mics are the best attention getters that I've seen. They are. All. They are. I mean, we've got, we see like a gumball machine, just from our purview, a gumball machine, a, a roulette wheel, yep. um, people dressed all in the same outfits. Uh, what else do we see? We see all kinds of uh, things that are intended to pull people in. Right. And I think with our setup, I do think it depends on who you are. Some folks will run flying when they see this setup, and others are drawn to it right. like flies. Lot, and there's a lot of curiosity. People are just... Uh-oh, the on-air... We have, we're not have the on-air sign on, so this isn't beneficial. Now it's official. There we go. Now, now we're... Thank now you, Jackie. Oh, that was critical. No wonder nobody yeah. stopped by. <laughs> no, it's just opening up for the for the first session of Monday morning. What are we going to talk about? We can't talk about Breaking Bad. I know because Robert hasn't seen it. I'm just. Are you just I, dying I to I'm talk about gonna, it? I don't know if I'm dying to talk about it. I, yeah. I'm kind of. You're somebody, dying. If somebody comes up here as a Breaking Bad fan, I think we just shoot Robert away. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll step out. I think that's I what wanna, we have yeah. to do. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Oh well, but Jackie, you're not gonna. You can't avoid. She's hearing what happened on the internet for three years that it takes you to catch up. Whereas Robert actually can watch it when he gets home. But you know me, I like don't really go on the internet or watch TV, so... Yeah, so you just like to sit in your library and read books. We get it. 
She loves lording that over us. Yeah. I'm not a fan of TV. I, I find it very <laughs> distracting. It's destroying our youth. I, I prefer to read books and newspapers and, and chat with my friends over I tea. I don't know where you find time to watch all this TV. I'm rather busy. I'm busy in my garden, and <laughs> I am, I'm heavily involved in community activities, volunteering. I don't do that either, though. <laughs> you just drink wine. I, we get it. It's okay. <laughs> just drink wine. <laughs> Yes, especially here. It's good to hear your voice, Jackie. We do have to get you in, yes. in some of these. Because yesterday yeah. you were you were the mad scientist. You're right. You're like the dude in a concert that's like on the platform in the middle of the floor <laughs> that's up there doing all the stuff. And, and and if you have a bad ticket, he's blocking your view. But right. otherwise, you look at him like, what's that guy doing? And why is he there? Why does he have to be right in the middle of everybody? She's the master mixer of the uh, arrogant healthcare marketing bastards montage. Yes. That's what we're going to call you. Oh. There's a huge line next to us. Unfortunately, it's not for us. (laughs) It's for an author who wrote Blue Zones. We have somebody. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. We're good. Do you want to join us on on our podcast? Well, first of all, talk into the microphone and tell everybody who you are. Allie. Allie from Friesman, where? From Philadelphia. What, so what do you do? I'm a digital marketing consultant. Well, there you go. So this is a, po- a healthcare marketing podcast. Okay. We are Interval. We're a healthcare marketing firm. We've been doing this for three years. And we've, we've never been, we've never exhibited Shushman before. So this is the first year and we thought if we're going to do it, let's just do our podcast from here. So that's all we're doing. Oh, okay. So you're, so, you're live. You're, I'm you're live. being broadcast. You are. Right you're, you're going out over the internet right now. Wow, cool. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. We're not sure who's listening. What what are we going to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Are you a Breaking Bad fan? I'm not. Oh, okay, good. Because we can't talk about that anyway. <laughs> One of us hasn't seen the finale. I haven't seen the finale. Chris has. So, so Philadelphia, is that where you were born and raised? Unfortunately, yes. Well, unfortunately. <laughs> remember, this is going on over the internet, and that includes Philadelphia. Yeah. No? I, I, I'll... I'm not afraid to... You're not afraid to say that? Okay. Well, what's wrong with Philadelphia? There's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but... It's just Philadelphia? Yeah. That's kind of my... You know, actually, I have the same attitude a little bit about my town, Minneapolis, which I love, but it's, it's just Minneapolis. You know, it's not... It's Chicago. not New York City or Chicago or... What do you like? What city do you like if not Philadelphia? I, I definitely a fan of Chicago. Yeah? It was not even in the choice architecture of where I might live, but now that I'm here, it's probably one of my top choices where to be oh that's cool very hey. underrated yeah, chicago cool. yes. yeah like you never really hear people raving about chicago but I they're like very they sensitive should. about that too uh, they jokingly refer themselves as second city because they were always in the shadow of new york city and now they're not even the second city now they're the third city as far mm. as size right after la yeah, right yep so yeah so what's arrogant about what you do you know all we do is say what we think Okay. And so that name was actually given to us by a listener. Okay. A longtime listener had one of his colleagues hear our podcast. And his response was, well, that sounds like a bunch of arrogant bleep holes just sitting around shooting the bleep. And we said, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. We should just call ourselves that. So it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek. So is it similar to, like, what you would see in The Onion? But yes. healthcare no, focus? We actually have another, we have a website called Weekly Probe that is the onion of healthcare marketing. Okay. So we talk about real stuff, but Weekly Probe is fake healthcare marketing news. Cool. In fact, the most recent thing we put up there was an app we created called Appease Me, and it's for physicians that want to create their own ads. 
And it's a simple step-by-step <laughs> thing, app, that you can give physicians so they can create their own ads. It includes self-selecting headlines and photos. Uh, it's perfect. So if you look at appeaseme.com, is that where it's at? Yes, yes. I think it's appeaseme.com. I should know that. That's terrible. Well, weeklycloak.com, you can find it there. Did you find it? I did. Okay. That's really that's really fun. Now that I'm getting into... I feel like you can learn a lot from that sort of yes. comedic spin on everything. Yes. Um, Satire is, is very educational. Satire, that's why yes. we did it. You said it, you said it that's why we did it, because we just want another outlet for our rants and, and raves yeah. and opinions. I'm going to wave Gene Hitchcock. Do you know Gene Hitchcock? I'm going to have her join us. Gene, come sit down. Welcome. I'm you. good. So pull up a chair. Now you have to speak right into the microphone, otherwise the world can't hear you, and we can't have that. I feel like a 1940 jazz singer. <laughs> really? Are you, you know, going to really belt out a close to? Well, you know how they always held the microphone so close. Yes, that's true. Okay. That's true. So introduce yourself to the people who don't know you. I know there's like three of them, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gene Hitchcock. I'm the vice president for public affairs and marketing for MedStar Health. Excellent. And okay. and you guys have not met. Have you met? No. Hi, Gene. Nice to meet you. You are? I'm Allie Friesman. I'm a marketing consultant. From Philadelphia. And you are? I'm Robert Prevo. I'm a senior account director at Interval. Oh, okay. He's okay. Okay. So, Oh, okay. To nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Thanks okay. for coming, Gene. I'd love to. I told your friend over there that I walked up to someone who I thought was you. Wow. Uh-oh. Oh, you know what? Paul Griffith. Was Ryan it Paul? Turner. Oh, have you met Paul Griffith from MedTouch? We've spoken together, and people say that we're brothers. Well, this guy looked a lot like you from behind, and I made the mistake of sort of... Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> nice. inappropriate. Oh, I'm place. sure he appreciates yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably gets it all the time. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What a great conference, though. I mean, it is. some good subjects that we haven't had before, which I love. I mean, it's not the same old, same old. And a lot of new faces. I mean, yeah. people who are doing some exciting work, I think. You Big know? audience, right? I mean, Big, Well, Chicago's always a great draw, and the yeah. weather could not be better perfect. here. I mean, yeah. It's perfect. So did you go to this morning's Blue uh, blue Zone? No, I did not. Um, what happened is I, you know, this is one of those things where once a year you see everybody, and yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. sort of books you for... Uh, breakfast and let's have coffee afterwards. And yeah. The next thing you know, you're interviewing people for jobs. It becomes a workaholic wow. thing. So, well, that's yeah. good. I've been up since about seven talking to people about different things. Yeah, but that's the most valuable part of this. I, mean, I the think content's so. great, but yeah. yeah, yeah, You know, one of the things I find about people here, because um, I've been doing this for quite some time. I think my first job in healthcare was in the ni- early '90s. Is that we all share everything with each other. So yeah. if I need org charts, if I need vendor information, people are just great about, well, this is what we did and this is what we did. And so you really want to make sure you take time for those people when you do get to see them face to face because everything's done on email now. So. Right, 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 right. That's true. Now, did you go to yesterday's? Did you, you went to this morning session? I did. Did you like it? I absolutely loved it. In fact, one of my, one of my friends that I met over in China is living with me now. And so she, a lot of the things that she does in her day-to-day life, um, like, follows everything that um, that he was preaching. You yeah. know, like, just regular exercise, walk places, don't drive. Right. Or, like, you know, drinking the teas and having a network of friends that you can talk to. Like, and it's, it's interesting because... My, the way I live my life compared to the way she lives her life, um, it's 
amazingly different. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of just like by nature, she does all of those things. That's how she was raised. It's right. not necessarily a choice right. that she, she made. It's them. just what she knows. Sure. And that's kind of another thing he was talking about. Like in America, we focus on the individual. You know, like you are going to buy a Stairmaster and do X, Y, and Z. And that just doesn't really work. It really starts with, like, the culture and the community. And then ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. people just organically end up living a healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's it was interesting for me because I see firsthand someone from a different culture that lives longer than we do in the U.S. Right. You know, and to hear all those things, like, it, it was nice. Oh, that's cool. So I, have a, I, I didn't make her. it. I didn't make yesterday's either, to Jean's point. I, I had a pre-workshop type of thing, and I couldn't... You and know. I wanted to make that. I couldn't make that. I wanted to make an afternoon one. Couldn't make that. We there were, were some great the ones. Yeah, there, yeah, um, yeah. The one on communication strategies to engage physicians, not communicating to physicians, but to engage yeah. physicians... Was excellent. Was that I Chris Barlow? Was she in no, that, that was well, uh, Jeff Cowart from oh, Jeff, place sure, sure. with Devin McCarty from uh, Vanguard. Okay, so that was pretty good. And you know, Vanguard's in four states, so their communication challenges are a lot different than some of ours. Yeah, know, so it was great. So they just just were acquired by Tenant. Yeah, so yeah. Challenges continue. Yeah, we'll see where Devin lands, right? Yeah, that's what Jeff, Jeff actually stopped by earlier. He wants to be on the podcast. We're trying to slot him in somewhere. Wow. But he said that he's. He's still involved with Vanguard and yes. curious to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, I am too. He's working with us as well as a uh, uh, under our Barlow McCarthy contract. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so he's helping me pull together our physician sales force. He's kind will. of a renaissance man then. <laughs> <laughs> right? We love him, I'll tell yeah, you yeah, that. Yeah. And he, lo- he, gets, he works so well with the doctors. And I don't know if it's the southern accent or what. He has a southern accent? Maybe he just turns it on. Yeah, I noticed a little bit. He's from Alabama or something. He's real deep south. You know, the first time I met him was when he was at Innova. And and actually, is that true? That's Northern Virginia. At Innova. But yeah, so I didn't... I never. I, I think of that as East Coast, not the South. <laughs> You're right, yeah. but I but I think of it as East, not South. Yeah. So I've never noticed that. I'll have to listen closer now. Well, he did a great presentation for us to some of our um, high stature doctors who know everything and don't need to know anything new type of thing. Oh he really yes. Made well, who some, are those? I've never I, I just those. had a few, but he really made some <laughs> wonderful inroads with them. They really That's listened nice. to him, and I don't know if it's. His wonderful demeanor, or what? But you know, you you get bring anybody fifty miles away from home, and they're a prophet. So, right, right, that's yeah. right. So it worked out well. So I didn't care who the messenger was, so long as we got the result we needed. So that was good. Well, that's what are, good. What are some of the things that you work to overcome in terms of? You know, I'm hearing a lot about you know how do you get doctors to engage? Uh, in what terms are you working to get doctors to engage? Um, that's going to ultimately help with your marketing. Like, is it content? Is it PR? Like no, 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 no. I mean, so, I, and I don't mean, I don't mean no, no, off the hand. But that's not what we're doing. No, so, no, we have six thousand physicians. Okay. Uh, Fifteen hundred of them are employed. Right. So we do market research with the employed physicians, and what they say to us is, we need referral development. We think uh, up to this point that thank God we got them signed, and then we plop them in an office. You know, right, and, right, right, uh, right. There needs to be a whole strategy around practice development. Number one, and I, I think if there was nothing you pulled out of the workshop yesterday, you got to think about it from where they live. It's their practice. It's their staff. It's what they need. 
The other stuff is gravy if everything else is working. I mean, they got to trust you first. And the thing is, I used to do physician practice assessments. And once you show that mirror to them about what the reality is and what they could do to improve that, they trust you to do other things and you can engage them. But um, it's a scary time for doctors. And so the independents are out there trying to decide, do I join the big company or don't I? What are they going to do for me? Everything. And it's really all about referral development. It's about business more than anything else. Um, All the other stuff we do is just icing on the cake, but it's referral development and sales. Wow. Okay. That's hard work. It's a lot of That's why we don't tend to work with physician (laughs) communications or marketing. We stick with the consumers. That's way easier. Well, you know, the thing is, um, we do mystery shopping. Yeah. Uh, Nothing goes to market at MedStar that hasn't passed the mystery shopping test. Nice. I like that. That's our rule. And it's amazing how a couple of pictures and phone logs gets cooperation. And so that has been... um, that has been a convulsive change for us that yeah. has really worked out very, very well. You know, the doctors don't go in the front door. Right, they go right. in the back door. They don't right. see what the patient sees. So we're really trying to be the voice of the patient for yeah. the doctors because their comment was, you know, the patient experience begins when I walk in the room and I'm like, oh, no, it didn't. It started when they tried to find you, you know, right. and get an appointment with you. So right, right. We're, we're, try- we're bringing them into that now. They get it. They good. Get it. good. Good. Yeah. Now I'm all tired. That wears me out. Talking I'm about sorry. That. It that's is really hard. You, you always bring such deep thinking that it. You're, that's why I called her a Jedi. She's been on our podcast before, and I said she was a healthcare marketing Jedi. That. I love <laughs> yes. that. Yes, but then you just see like all the mortals around are just kind of no, worn down no, by you know, your it was, amazing insights. It was insights. really funny. I, I will tell you something, and this is a this is a this is experience versus somebody who's new to the field. We were presenting the other day on this marketing workshop. It was a toolkit. And it was this, yep. because what we said, um, there were four of us that have been in the business a while. We said, what are the phone calls we have been getting for the last 20 years? They're the same phone calls we've been getting for the last 20 years, right? What is your org chart? How is your budget determined? Do you have job descriptions? Do you have an RFP process? Who do you use for calls? I mean, yeah. we all know these questions, right? Yeah. And so we put them in a book. We told them a process of how to go about it and everything. And I said... I'm not involved in anything that you would call traditional marketing. It's access, it's call centers, it's referral development for physicians. It's none of what you would think anymore. And I, I'm just thinking that's where we're going because right. the, the old stuff doesn't matter anymore. You know. Right. So um, I think some right. of the young people they are in the audience were taken back, and I said. So, for example, are you involved in recruitment and retention of residents? And they're like, no. I go, well, where do you think you're going to get those doctors from? Your residency programs, you know? So it was an interesting dichotomy of people who thought that it was all about newsletters and marketing traditionally versus what marketers really should be involved in, which is access. Right, right. So I'm sorry if I brought you down. No, you didn't bring me down. It's just... (laughs) Now I'm not sorry, Mr. Workshop, because you would have made me think really hard, and then I would have been like, go back to my room, and I'm like, dang it, now i got to do this and that. I will tell you, and and to our listening audience of maybe four, hopefully four billion. No, hundreds, hundreds Um, if not thousands. We brought Chris in to speak to our entire staff, uh, planning, marketing, community relations, the whole group, the whole group. And it was so great to have somebody talk about the consumer, making the consumer front and center and everything we were talking about. And he did it in such a humorous way 
that people really got it, you know, and uh, that just helped me so much well, because good. you follow that up with with talking about your job is to be the voice of the patient, and if you don't know what that is, you better find out. So you teed us up great. Um, and so I was just talking to the folks from Gerard Phillips. They want to meet you. Oh, well, good. Yeah, so they're going to come by and say hi because I said, you got to talk to this guy. So. Well, that's cool. cool. Thank you very so much. You, your company did a great service for us. Well, that's good. Cool. That's, that's good really to hear. Good. One out of 100 is always good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we were saying earlier, somebody stopped by earlier, and they're like, what is this? What do you do? And I said, you know, mission accomplished. <laughs> mission right. accomplished. They don't know who we are. They don't know what we do. We're confusing the heck out of them. Job well done. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> not true. And your book has just been, you know, I, I, it is part of the orientation for all my staff. Is that right? Yeah. I, I, I'm your biggest bulk order. Wow. Is nice. that the word? It, I think it is. And so every time we hire somebody new, we make them read that book. Oh, well, that is awesome Along to hear. Along with Death by a Thousand Cuts. Who know what's that? That's all about labor relations. Oh, is it healthcare focused? Yes. So it sounds like something I should read. If you're involved in labor negotiations, yeah. Oh, well, so, it sounds again. aptly titled. It is. Yes, yes, yes. It, yes. Is. <laughs> it is required reading. Well, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. very cool. Mm-hmm. So now, what, what's your plans for, what are you guys' plans for the rest of the conference? Are you both here through Wednesday? Yep. That's good. And are you going to do the aquatic, uh, big networking, fun At thing? The Shed Aquarium. Is that tomorrow night? Tomorrow Tuesday night. night. Tuesday night. Well, I used to live in Chicago. Yeah. So I am a member of the Shed and the Art Institute. And yeah. so I, I tend to go to those a lot. So So for me, it's all about the shopping. Ah, yes. Um, so just a point of social media that I think all women should be aware of. My electronic receipt from Nordstrom's arrived at my home email four hours after I left Baltimore. So my husband knew exactly where I was and what I was doing. Wow. Is that a good or a bad thing? I, well, he, it was expected. <laughs> but I didn't think. I'm like, oh, I forgot they email those to your house, don't they? So... No, but the Shed Aquarium is wonderful. They have beluga whales. They have otters. It's just beautiful. And the Art Institute just finished up a wonderful exhibit on fashion and um, impressionist art. Wow. It was a big, a big, uh, big, big exhibition for them. They had a lot of interest. So this is a wonderful city. I think this is my favorite city in the country. Really? Mm -hmm. No, Chicago is definitely my top five. Yeah. So we were talking, you're from Philadelphia, but not your favorite city. No, <laughs> but Chicago number Are you one from now. Philadelphia. I am. Okay. Come closer. I am. We yeah. want people to hear your, your responses. Yeah. No, Chicago's my number one. Is and it? I, and I've lived, um, I've lived all over the country, and this is definitely my number one. City. See, I think Seattle's my number one. Oh, not enough sun. Yeah, oh. that's me too. Oh, but Seattle, you know, it gets a bad rap. So I heard on the radio somebody say that that reputation was started by the people of Seattle to keep everybody away. It's like it's like That's I've never what been the to New Greece. Mexicans do. They yes. have billboards that say "Keep driving." Yeah, huh? yeah. They don't want anyone to stop. No, hmm. no. But but it's to me it's like if I had gone to I haven't been to Greece, but that's what I imagine Seattle's like, like a city on the Mediterranean. Other than the rain, there's a blue zone. It's there. so beautiful <laughs> oh. in Greece. It's a incredible. Blue zone from this morning. It's one of the places Is where it? you can live imagine. to 120. Yeah. I don't know if I want to live to 120. I don't, know I don't yeah, either. either. So let's talk about that for a second. Wait, why don't you want to live to 120? Well, my grandfather lived to be... My grandmother was 104. Wow. Okay. When she passed away. And up until the last couple of weeks, she was good. Um, so as we get better with replacement parts, maybe I'll think differently. But, you know, there comes a point where it's a quality of life issue. And if 
if for whatever reason my health isn't where it needs to be, I don't want to be a burden to my kids. And um, I'm of that age where we had to take care of two sets of parents that both got, you know, ill as they got older, living far from them, you know. I mean, we were traveling across country to take care of them and everything. And I don't want my kids to go through that. Because I think if if you're going to live to be 120, it's not like you're in your prime at 120 you know I think those are just your body's not no matter how many advances you get you're not going to be you're not going to be out being as active at 100 100 than when you're 50 I make those calculations all the time because you read things like if you just gave up red wine that would add 5 years to your life and I'm like you know what I'm okay dying at 80 or 75. And I'm not giving up my red wine for another five years. So let me tell you a very funny... One <laughs> I'm probably going to die at like 42 One of the now. first conversations I ever had with my CEO at MedStar, we were having a dinner of the leadership team. And you sit down and they give you a menu. And of course, there's fish, chicken, and a steak. You know, yet you can pick your options. And so he sits down across from me and he's ordering the red wine, the steak, and the dessert. You know? Right. And so I'm teasing him. And I'm like, so Ken... I guess your primary care cardiologist hasn't taught you about that. He goes, oh, yeah, he did, and this is what he told me. He says, if you give all that up, you'll live six months longer. He says, now, do you know what the last six months of life is like for most people? He goes, I don't really need to go through that. So I live, That sounds like a Medicare PR campaign. I tell you. He's had a huge health system. I'm like, I'm with you. I'm not giving up my red meat either. Yeah, see? So I'm with you. Boy, we're terrible. We're healthcare communicators, and we're completely... We're against all the things that you're supposed to be saying. Well, I, I just think everything in moderation. I mean, it's yes. not like, I mean, I think if anything, the, that rule is the best rule of your life. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. if you do anything too much, it's going to hurt. You can jog to the point where you ruin all your joints. You or know? you drop to have a heart attack. Well, who's the famous guy? The um, oh, yeah. something diet. This is probably before your time. This is Atkins. like in the early... At, not no, Atkins. no, you're talking about the guy who did aerobics. Some Jim guy Andrew, who... Jim, Jim Andrews, who created like the biggest movement in the 70s, early aerobics. 80s. No, aerobics. So all about cardio, died at like 45 jogging from a heart attack. Which, so the irony of that is just cannot be missed. Except yeah. when Atkins died, his wife insisted on an autopsy to prove that his diet worked. Oh. He just died of regular... Just regular Heart stuff. Heart failure. You know, it wasn't that he had clogged anything. Right. But I thought that was huh. pretty funny. But, but still, the irony is there. So mm-hmm. he worked his whole life to, to eat healthy, and it didn't matter. I mean, does anyone think they're going to they're going to somehow avoid the Grim Reaper? <laughs> I mean, we wake up every day getting a little closer. I mean, it's like... Wow, this, apparently, this Google, podcast. apparently Google is. They're going to cure death. That's oh, I new, saw that on the know. cover of Time. Yeah. What is that? Google. Uh, Google's new program or new effort yeah. initiative to cure death. They're going to cure death. They're going to cure death. That, that cure was how it's positioned. You know, my focus is so small. There is a doctor I used to work with at Scripps named Daryl DeLima. He's growing cartilage in a lab. I just want that to happen so that I don't have to have my knees replaced. Right. I just yeah. want him to shoot that cartilage back in, <laughs> right. you know. And I just keep writing and going, how close are we? How close are we? Somehow this podcast took a macabre turn. <laughs> All right, I'm going to blame Eugene. Let's sip it up. Has anyone been to the top of the Hancock to see the sunset? That is... No. Oh, is that something? I didn't oh know you could do that. Oh, my God, people. So need to do that is so what you're saying. So first of all, reserve a table in the bar, not the restaurant, because okay. the bar faces west. So you watch the sunset go over the, down on the city of Chicago. Yeah. And if you get it, and they'll take you right up on the elevators if you have a reservation. And it's, wow. it's beautiful. It's just so beautiful. 
I, I haven't done that. I've been on top of the uh, Empire State Building at night. That's about the tallest I've been. Well, you're, you're eye cool. level with the planes landing at O'Hare. Wow. It's worth wow. it. It's really very... I mean, I brought a whole bunch of people with me who had never been to the yeah. top, and they were just blown away by it. Have you so been awesome. in the Hancock Building? I have not. Now, that's different there. than the Sears Tower, or is that yes. the official name of it is Hancock? No, the first official name of the Sears Tower has changed now. Yeah, it's not the Sears yeah. Tower Somebody anymore. bought it. Yeah. But, but it's everybody still, the still Sears. calls it. Of yeah, course. the Sears Tower. Yeah, yeah. As it should be. And Hancock is still Hancock. So, But you okay. should go up and watch the sunset. It's sounds, so beautiful. That sounds awesome. Okay, so I'll put that on my bucket list. So that was positive. That See, wasn't we went right back. I went to bucket list. We're back. What is going on? We're back. No, I went to bucket list. We're, we went full circle again. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fault. I'll take blame for that one. So what else should we see in Chicago since this is your city? Best ribs in town, Twin Acres. Twin Acres. Best steak. What's the best steak? Oh, that's a hard one. Best breakfast is either Eggies or Wild Berries. Okay. Wild Berries is right around the corner. Oh, really? Yep. Good oh, cool. To know. Best steak is tough, though. There's so many. Yeah, this used to be a stockyard town. They drove all the cattle here. Yeah. So it's got a lot of good steak. I mean, we went to Keeper's the other night. That was great. Yeah. On Kinsey. Um, that, that steak melted in my mouth. So let me see if I can get you on this. Way back in the day, this has got to be 20 years ago, 25 years ago, <laughs> I came to Chicago with a lady friend, and we went to an old Italian restaurant. And there is a... Um, Italian part of town, or yes. a, what? What do we call that? Not Chinatown, but Little Italy. Little Italy. Little Italy. Thank you. Yes. And it was called Tufano's. I still remember it. Oh, I don't know. Authentic. Tufano's. Oh my gosh. Frances- Fran- Francesca's is wonderful in yeah. Little Italy. And then we just like the sort of old Sinatra charm of Carmine's. I mean, you yeah. swear to God, any minute he's going to walk in. I mean, you look at it's just an old funky place. With martinis, that'll just knock you over. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's right in what they commonly refer to as the Viagra Triangle in Chicago, Rush the and State what? Street. Viagra what? Triangle. Why? Now, that sounds like Rush, my recollection of Rush and State is not Viagra. Well, ever, demographic. Since, ever since the Frog Bar and Gibson's and these very high-end restaurants went in there, it is the Viagra Triangle. Is that right? Yes. Oh, I remember back in college days. And You're thinking the bars that are on south. the other end, division. I'm thinking of Russian division, aren't I? Wrong end of rush. Wrong end of rush. Okay, now I'm there. I got gotcha. you. And what about? Isn't it Chicago Chop and Steak? Isn't that close by? Chop House or oh, the Chop House. The chop yeah. House. But you know, there's just so many. This town has really um, just exploded with good food. Yeah. I mean, a couple of the winners of the Top Chef or Chopped mm-hmm. are here. Yeah. You know. Um, so you can't really go wrong if, right. you're, if you ask around for stuff. But um, it's just the experience. Charlie Trotter's finally closed after a million years. Wow. Uh, Les Amis Gabi is a wonderful French restaurant. So they really do the lot. Nice. I hate to recommend any because they're all, there's so many good ones, you know. Isn't Smith and Walensky nearby? Loretta yeah. The That's yeah. A, I've eaten there. That's a good spot. Yeah. You know, people put... Um, restaurants that become chains down a little bit. Yeah. I love Maggiano's. I think Maggiano's right, uh, yeah. lasagna is to die for. But yeah. now that they're everywhere, people go, oh, yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. Maggiano's. It's still good food. Right. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's, don't put it down. And That's how I feel about chilies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way about McDonald's sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. McDonald's. <laughs> Were you into the jazz scene at all when you lived here? Yeah, and so the Red Piano Bar, have you been there? No, I've, I've been to Underground Wonder Bar yeah. and Andy's. 
and House of Blues or yeah. Blues House, but I'm still looking for. I'm gonna try to do a different one every night. So wow, the red nice. piano. So I have the wrong name. It's something like the Red Haired Piano Girl or something, okay. and it's right up on Rust Street. But okay. what happens there, which is fun, and it depends on how much alcohol is being consumed. I can, I can. Consume. You can do that. <laughs> they get people up singing on oh, the yeah. piano, and you know, it's a blast. Nice. So have you, have you ever been up Absolutely. singing? Absolutely. Nice. She was on the piano. Yes. <laughs> Playing piano or singing? No, or no, both? no, no, no. I, I sleeping. I don't even know if I can <laughs> sing, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You know, we're it's gonna find karaoke tonight. You got any recommendations for that? We started singing karaoke. at the sushi, the sushi restaurant last. Night. Can we I were hang singing. out with you guys? Yeah. I don't, I don't know anybody. Yeah. We were singing um, Juice Newton's um, Angel. No, not that one. The other one. Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Classic. Knowing that it really smarts. I won't Joker get into it now. Oh, here he goes. No, I'm not, I won't torture our listeners. So at the Shizmed Conference in Palm Springs many years ago, we went to a gay karaoke bar, and lots of alcohol was consumed. Yes. And I think there were eight of us that sang um, a total eclipse of the heart at ah. the top. Of See, the that's, that's going to be a top ten karaoke. It was top ten, and I'm just like so glad that cell phones were not popular back then. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> she would have been all over. She would I'm like, right. oh my god, what did we? Do? Who knows? Maybe you it could have diverted your career, and you, no. you could have been a traveling. I'm sure karaoke. it was a no. mess, but what a lot of fun! Yes, what a lot of fun. So um, I'm going to leave you if that's okay. That's fine. I've got to say hi to some people, but thank you for having thank me. Thank you for stopping Always. by. Thank you, you for having Always. me. Too. You bet. Good to meet you. And it was really nice. Nice to meet you. you. Go to the piano bar. I'm going to. All right. <laughs> and I'm going to end up on the piano. <laughs> Watch out! There's cell phones. That's right. Now we're take video of that. Bye, Jean. Yes, Chris. she did. Thanks for asking me. Absolutely. Thanks for stopping by. Hey there! Hey, good morning. You were waiting yeah. very patiently. Well, yes. How are you? Good morning. Yeah. Okay, now two rules. Okay, there are no. First rules. of all, you're live. Okay. Right now, all so right. that's not really a rule, but that's just a warning. Talk close to the mic. All right. So people hear you. That's one rule. That's the only real rule. Yeah. But the, the second rule is introduce yourself, so everybody out in the world can know who you are. world who's listening to this. But there's hundreds of thousands of people hundreds. right now. You no, are. Okay. That's not intimidating at all. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I am Deb Paul. I'm communications and marketing specialist with Centra Care Health in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Excellent. Deb, we've known each other for... It's been a few years, a hasn't it? A long time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm Kristen Bierman. I'm a communications specialist at Centra Care Health. Okay. Excellent. And do you, do you both live in St. Cloud? Yes, almost all my entire life, believe it or not. So, you know, getting to Chicago is a big deal. Yes. <laughs> First time here. First time in Chicago yeah. ever? Ever. So what do you oh, think nice. so far? I like it. We walked around yesterday towards the Navy Pier, and that was really pretty. Yeah, yeah, Navy Pier is great. There's so much to see here. Yes. And the sessions have been, I mean, the speakers have been great, too, yes. in the conference. So. so did you both go to this morning's general session? Yes. We did. Yes. did you he like was, it? He was, it was really good. Interesting. Blue zones? Yes. Yes. Well, and we were surprised that he talked about Albert Lee, Minnesota, having yes. a blue zone, and we hadn't been aware of that. So either we're in a, living in a hole in St. Cloud, is or that, is it that wasn't. the effort that Alina did, or that was not? That's New Orleans. New Orleans is different. Oh yes, okay. Wait, I've heard about the one in New Orleans, right. but I don't recall hearing about the blue zone in. I don't hear about the New Orleans one either. Who put That's that on? That's Alina. Yeah. Alina did. But kind okay. of the same deal, like a community-wide effort to really improve health. 
Uh, but that's all I know about it. Okay. And you had heard about both already? Uh, not Albert Lee. Oh, okay. So yeah. maybe we're just not living in a hole well, in St. Cloud. You, know, we're you not never in know. The blue zone. Okay. So. <laughs> yes. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Do you have a pressing healthcare marketing topic you well, really want to talk something about? Something we've been dealing with as the healthcare system is we've recently acquired. Um, the Monticello area uh, health system. You you bought them? Yeah. Well, since we've been part of our system since April, and now as of October first, which I believe is tomorrow. Yeah. We're tomorrow. going to be going west at Painesville. There, it's a smaller health system. Sure. Obviously, it's going to be part of our system as well. So we've recently acquired, you know, two new parts of our system. And now it's a matter of keeping a consistent branding throughout and how do we make sure that what we do in our corporate area, you know, our bigger, what we've been doing in our system pieces that we've had for years, how do we bring those other sites in and not take over, but to win them in and make sure that they are on board with what we Okay. Um, so, Deb, that's the Monticello Big Lake Hospital? No, it's called something different now. It was the New River Medical yes, New Center River. before, um, okay. and now it's Centricare Health Monticello. Oh, okay, good, because I was going to say, um, we used to work with them. Okay. Before they were New River, and they had, I mean, I'll put it out there, they had serious issues from a, just lots of baggage, clinical baggage, quality baggage, and I remember they went, we helped them with, uh, we were working with one of their strategic partners, um, Jim Rice. Oh, okay. Him? I yeah, I, I don't know Jim. Brilliant no. guy. And so we tried to help them get over that. And they were at the time thinking about changing their name. And then we kind of moved on. And then they changed their name and went through a whole new branding. And then had like the worst PR case yes. that I have ever heard of. Yeah. Terrible. I won't even get into it. It was so bad. And it was literally like six months after the new name. So they start a whole new brand. And then they're right back in it. So I'm glad to hear that the name is going away. So hopefully now that it's right, yes, and stay strong. We're working really strong. Well, the challenge is because there's a private in the hospital. On one end, there's a yeah. private clinic, and then on the other end, there's a system-owned clinic. And so, yeah, it's going to bring some challenges. And right. so we've been working closely with both of the entities to bring them together so that the private clinic will again deliver babies at that hospital yeah. versus it. and so that's going to happen in December so we've already been making some headway there thankfully um, and but it is there's a challenge there are it's other tough. challenges and uh, it'll take one baby step at a time there was a marketer who was working there who I adored and I can't remember her name Joni? Joni. Joni, she's yes. still there? Yes. Pollock? Yes. yes, yes. Awesome. Hi, Joni. I'm she, sure she's listening. Oh, I'm sure she And she's having her baby very soon. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, so she is uh, having her first, so that will be That's great. That's her first? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So oh, good for her. Joni is still there. So. Wow. Whether oh, she's good. in there in a day or having her baby, I don't know. Well, but, you know. but she still works there. But yeah, yes. yeah. She's kind of a private person, though, so she probably doesn't want us talking well, about that. It's all over the internet. So, yeah. We've just so, now, yeah. the, we've just now, like, now, violated yeah, HIPAA in like, now six we'll, different ways. Yeah. Sorry, Joni. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's a challenge there. And um, so now it's bringing on. On the other spectrum is a right. smaller organization, so that's been some. So, yeah. so let me ask you: the decision to, to change the name Center Care Monticello, which I Center Care Health Monticello, okay, yes. Center Care Health Monticello, which without knowing anything, I would wholeheartedly support, knowing what I believe in. Was that something that was decided as part of the merger slash acquisition 
discussion or was it decided after? Can, are you willing to share like when the decision was made or if it was because it it was actually made when before they became part of it and because we just also recently took Centricare Health the system part off of we used to be Centricare Health system right and the name Centricare Health Monticello was approved before we even had the rest of the system become Centricare Health. So, ah. yeah, that was part of, yes, we're transitioning to this, but the rest of the system hasn't quite changed it yet, but we're going to make sure you're, you're this okay. new name so you don't have to go through the name change and then a month later take system out so as you name. So. And, and so they knew even before they signed that that yeah, was happening. Yes, yes, yes. That's very rare. Yeah. Do you know that? Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yes. Usually... Uh, brand is it, it's usually not discussed it's usually we'll figure it out later or it's a last minute deal where somebody goes well, what are we going to call this out we you know they don't want to they don't want to stop the contractual train with what can be a contentious right. issue sometimes so it gets punted so when we work with clients like that usually it's after the fact okay. after papers been signed champagne bottles have been uncorked <laughs> and then it's like what are we going to call this and now, now you've got a problem because people will say, well, we never talked about this before, so why are we changing the name? And uh, it's unfortunate that it doesn't go the way you guys handled it. Well, we have a similar um, name challenge with our St. Cloud area, you know, our facility in St. Cloud, St. Cloud Hospital, is we have, when we're trying to grow our neurosciences program, and we have some neuro neurologists and neurosurgeons that are part of Centricare, employed by Centricare. But we also have a very talented group of neurosurgeons that is on the St. Cloud Hospital medical staff, but are not employed by Centricare. Right, right. And so we're working to build this brand name on our neurosciences program. And, of course, we would like it to be Centricare Health Neurosciences, but this other private group isn't necessarily on board with that name. And so how do you... Work through you know, some can I of give those some advice? Yes. Because we went through this, I think you were there at North Memorial. So we worked with North Memorial, which is a trauma center in the Twin Cities, yeah. and they were building their Women's Heart Center. And it, and, it, and it was really interesting to me because they worked with an independent cardiology group. They didn't have any owned cardiologists, but it was the only group they worked with, and the group only worked with North Memorial. So it was really weird because there's no, normally you've got, like, I'm sure your, your neurosurgeons also have the independence. Do they have other providers? They they only do surgery at our hospital. Okay, okay so yeah. similar deal. Right. But, but they were very strong in saying the clinic name, because the cardiologists that were going to be on the medical staff of the clinic were from the physician group, should be the physician group, which I, I think it was like cardiovascular consultants, yep. right? Yep. Nobody in their right mind knows this group. Because they're a specialist group, unless you have dealt with them as a patient before, right? And so we had to work with them and show them the research and say, you know, from a, from a business perspective, if, if what you care about most is driving in the patients that you want, from a business perspective, the North Memorial brand is far and away stronger right. than your brand. And that's nothing against your brand. That's just the way healthcare works. And eventually they, they got there. It took, it took a while. Uh, but really the case is a business case. And especially if they're not, I think it's harder, it's weirder when they're being acquired. Because even then you're like, well, you're, you're giving up your business. Why do you care now? But they're staying independent. So right. you, you get that the, the need to retain some of that. 
But really, from a business standpoint, it's, it's an open and shut case. You have to make that and continually make the case. To show that we have the bigger brand, and that's why it's important right, that Right, right. And use yeah. research. And, and But the thing is, and you know this, you guys know this, it really doesn't come down to a logical case. It's egos. Ego is <laughs> e- a tough word. It's, it's, very, it's not rational. It's, it, is, it is ego, but not in a sense like, I want my name out there, but more of a sense of, this is one more piece of control that I'm giving up as a physician. Right. And physicians hate that. They've hated it forever. And every step toward that, if you haven't consciously said, well, I'm just, I'm going to dive in and, and, and just be employed, you fight that like mad because you feel like, okay, it's a slippery slope. So when I remember having conversations with physicians about that and just saying, you know, we get that. But this is really about building. I mean, we're doing this to build the best business we can and, and bring in the best patients that we can, and that's the best way to do it. So, so I don't know. So that I don't know if that's helpful. I'm sure you've done all of that already, but it's, in yeah. itself, they're going to be known as the doctors' names, anyways. When you see them, yeah, you're going sure. to know yeah. the doctor, not yeah. who they're with. Right. They're going to be at our hospital anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing is is convincing that that your brand will bring more people to them, but once they're brought to them, they're engaging with your group and you as a doctor, so that's not going to change, right. and, and then, that's where the relationship really is found. And the follow-up is done in their clinic yeah. after all the right. surgeries. Yeah. Right. So know, really, so. you're just trying to leverage the best magnet you can to attract the right patients. It's hard to argue that with any smaller physician. I mean, the, the, the evidence almost... The one exception I can think of in our market might be Minneapolis Heart Institute. Maybe. But you're still up against the Alina brand, which is pretty darn powerful. So, yes, it is. Anyway, it, so. does it help you feel better that every hospital I've ever known in my entire life has dealt with the same exact <laughs> issue repeatedly? <laughs> I don't know if that helps. That's what keeps you employed, right? It keeps yeah, you busy. That's true. That's, that's true. It doesn't, for some oh. reason, it just doesn't go away. That's right. And now they're all, all the physician groups are getting acquired. We're moving there. And it's just, I don't know, something's going to happen in five or ten years and it'll start going the other way. Just like it has in the past. Like fashion, it's got to like keep fa- changing. It is like yeah. fashion, and pretty soon we're all gonna have bell bottoms again. <laughs> Purple right? corduroy. Mark, you heard it here first. Purple corduroy Purple bell, corduroy bell, bell bottoms. bottoms. I'd yes. say within Hip two hoggers. years we're gonna see that. Yes, yes, yes. yes. There we go. Fashion predictions happening yes. right, right now. Not that's just health care. It that's all we cover everything right here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So Maybe we should so. just start wearing them right away. We can set the fashion. Yeah. We'll set trends. You guys start. Okay. All right, you you're going to join first. us, right? Yes, as <laughs> soon as you guys get out there, <laughs> we'll be right, you can find we're right behind fans. you. Go on, yeah, we're yeah, right yeah, behind you. Yeah, exactly. So can I ask if you guys are Breaking Bad fans? We are not. No. Sorry, but did you get to watch it before your I breakfast did, this but, morning? But Robert la, 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 is, la, la, yeah, he did it. I don't know why he didn't listen to me and, and download <laughs> iTunes. We're big fans. We're right caught up. Chris watched it this morning. Why didn't you get together and watch together? I, well, because it was like 7.30 in the morning. and oh, yeah, was, oh, yeah. That would not have been no, a pretty no. sight. <laughs> that would have been a little odd. It would have been oh, awkward. Oh, yeah. Are you on the door at 7? Are you That's ready? Right. Are you yes. ready? <laughs> but see now, so from last night at 9.01 when it ended, since this morning, I couldn't look at anything. No Facebook, no Twitter, no websites at all. I could even look at the USA Today they brought me. Because I didn't want to see like... You know, because it'd be so easy in the headline to say what happens, right? And so now Robert, I don't know when he's going to watch it, but he pretty much has to go through that until then. So he's going to have to go off the grid for at least a day. I know, I've already had to be careful with my TV watching this morning because people are talking about it. I'm like, eh, eh. Even I watched ESPN while it was downloading. I'm like, I know they're going to do something about it. So I had the remote ready. going to be on the ticker. Yes. (laughs) Or they just, you know, they'll jokingly open like a scene from it. I don't know. 
Oh, so yeah. Well, we're out of the loop then too. So yeah, that's okay. I mean, you can't avoid. We it. We can't so even give you the answer. So yeah. No, so no. we can't good. spoil it for you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Which is good. Which that. is good. All right. So now, are you like Jackie? Jackie um, swears that she she's not. She doesn't like TV. She's not a TV watcher. Are you guys that way, or do you like just don't watch Breaking Bad? I just don't want. I haven't quite found a lot of time to watch. I watch like news, but news? other than that, okay. I don't catch a lot of time between no? watching my kids' activities and okay, you know, okay. working yeah. and doing stuff around the house. I have a couple shows, but not many that just pull me in. Really, I'm, okay. I'm a Grey's fan. Grey's. Grey's. Oh, is that still going? It is. Oh, wow. is that any Premier end in sight? Week. It was really good. Okay. Well, that counts. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I think I watched that a few times. I remember one episode where they talked about billboards on it. This is like three or four years ago, where I could. Oh, what a, a position on a billboard! billboard. I know. No, Who that's would do that's that. That. I know. Who would want that's that? crazy. Like talk. this is realistic. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> they actually do. They even had the Mayo Clinic on there last year. They all switched some hospitals and they had Mayo, and you know, they always just pick Minnesota as a tundra, and they're wow. sitting there just with freezing cold. We Why did the they picture us like that? Because we are like that. Let's just be <laughs> well, even our Blue Zone speaker said that every, you know, Albert Lee, everybody's out there 11 months out of the year, but January, right, they're, not January. they're not out there. So, no. Hmm. Well, I don't know probably, why. Right? The, 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 the data probably shows that. Oh, yeah. There's no hiding from it. I love walking out in the cold. Really? As long as there's not like a foot of snow to trudge through, I, I, I would rather January. bundle up. It's refreshing. You've lived in Minnesota your whole life, right? I have. So when you've lived in Minnesota your whole life and you're, and you're living there, you have to rationalize it because you will go crazy. So my question to you, Deb, is if you won the Mega Bucks Powerball and you won a billion dollars, would you live in Minnesota in the winter? That's the true question. Would I live the whole winter? Maybe I'd go visit someplace warm. But I love the change of seasons. Yeah, I, I mean, do too. the fall. You know, nobody gets that variety in other states. We have yeah, the variety of the seasons. You know, so. some years, some years it's half and half. They kind of skip <laughs> yeah, over winter that's and right. summer. Yes. Yeah, that's what we've had. Yes. More. This year it's going but, well. But We're kind so of so far. Yes, we had a late so spring though. Well, we didn't really yeah. have a spring. spring, so we kind of got three seasons. Uh, it was cold until true. you know we had snow in May and yeah. But yes, this is good. We'll take this right now. Yeah. This is beautiful. This yeah. is it beautiful. Is. And now I'm looking forward to the leaves changing and yes. the beautiful Starting. colors of fall. And yes. uh, so I appreciate yeah. the humdrumness of Minnesota. But you <laughs> wouldn't you wouldn't buy like a, like on St. Thomas a little bungalow to spend like let's say let's say January third so you can celebrate Christmas. Yes, and holidays have the holidays through with the family. about late March. Maybe I just March. <laughs> March 1. March 1, then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that way I get a little bit of the winter, um, but March, it gets a little longer. By yeah. the time it hits yeah. me, like this year, then it really got That's long. what I mean. So like, I December's agree. gorgeous. I love mm-hmm. December. January's okay because it's starting to get cold, but it's new. And we February's can horrible. Because it's, oh, wait, another month of this? And then you still have another. You're not sure about that and last month. Sure, What's March going to yeah. be like? Yeah, Do we get spring? or? I grew hey, up in Iowa yeah. where March actually, spring break, you could be out, like, playing around in shorts. And that's not very far from us. No, it's not. And now May is questionable where you can go out playing in shorts. We had finals in Marshall, Minnesota. I went to Southwest State. Our finals got canceled because nobody could move too much snow. Uh, see, that's yeah. not right. Yeah, that's spring. not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nobody so how long that. have you lived in Minnesota? Uh, 18 years. Okay. 18 so, years. And where would your preferred destination be? I, actually, I would live in Seattle. I love Seattle. Love it. You like rain? That's uh, all I, hear. I do I don't like know rain. Actually, I've never been there. But. I do like rain. It gets a it gets a worse rap than it deserves okay. for the rain. Um, it actually, they, you know, they're very defensive about it. So they have statistics that show like 
well, you know, we're like 20th on the list of total rain, which <laughs> is true when you look at total rainfall, but they get like point three inches every like day. every other day okay so but i i don't mind that i like it and it's, it's if you've never been there it's just, it's just the most gorgeous city it is beautiful so, so that's where i would go and how about you you know i would i would consider colorado because of the sun so seattle's a beautiful city but because of the sun yeah is it closer because it's sunny more sunny days than uh, in any other big city is that right yeah denver says Arizona. That? yeah yeah has so more I, sunny days than miami yeah i believe so Wow. Well, I don't believe that. <laughs> so that's, right, that's right with okay, go but, west. but he can't Google it because he might see something yeah. about that's breaking right. bad. So <laughs> yeah, he, he's, got it. he's just he making can't. stuff up. <laughs> yeah. he goes, I, I have no access it. to, you know, back up yeah. my claims. No. Can't look so what are you guys doing for the rest of the conference? You here through Wednesday? Yep. We are. So we are tonight going on a haunted mansion tour of Chicago. Oh, who is that? I Luce saw Luce Fire. Oh, is yes, doing yes, that. yes. So we're uh, joining them for that and Should taking in the sessions. Yeah. And, to, and then the Tuesday night we're doing the networking event. The aquatics thing? Yes. yes. Yeah. I think we're Shed doing that too. Aquarian. So, yes, so yes it's always been a great event. So yeah, we've yeah, always yeah. really enjoyed it. And, yeah. and this is her first time through. So we're... Liking you know, it? Yeah. So yeah. far, yeah. Good. This is this. Um, I'm going to say that the crowd today is more lively than even last night. Usually, that is it's the first night when the exhibit halls open. The more people come because there's dinner and drinks and drinks and there's. Yeah. I mean, there's coffee, but this is <laughs> this is good. Pretty active. It's a good crowd. It is good a good crowd. crowd. So. Good crowds. So yes, yeah, so we are going to venture to find our next speaker so yeah. that we know where Excellent. those are. Well, that's probably Thanks a good for idea. By. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you for coming Thanks by. For good us. to meet you. You too. And we'll nice see, to you see you again. Probably at the bar sometime. Uh, oh. And yes, they're going out. Yes, though. but thank you for the invite. Oh, yeah, that was very nice You've to been go before, to the haven't you? Yes. Yes. So no. <laughs> well, just like you know, what you should do is go walk and just accidentally drop them on the floor. <laughs> and where are you doing that tonight, anyway? It's up on the lobby level, oh, right okay. off the lobby, okay. the Columbia Room. So, it's uh, called. And it's six thirty to when? So, Eight thirty. Oh, we probably will still be on our our tour. So what time does your tour start? Starts at six thirty. So, oh, yeah. 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 But thanks for the invite, yeah. and well, thanks yeah. for the podcasting opportunity. Absolutely. We're glad you could stop by. So, thank you. Yes. Enjoy the All rest right. of the day. Yes, you, you too. too. Okay. See ya. Okay. How are we doing on time? What's that? Oh, does it end at 1130? Wow. So we've been having some nice people come up to the booth. What's that? She did? Where was she? Oh, I saw her. I did, but I didn't. I didn't get to say hi to her. So, it's good. non-stop good action Jean. this morning. Jean was fun. She's Jean got is a good perspective fun. on Chicago. That was fun. Jean's a pretty amazing person. I got some good tips on, you know, what to go see and check out. Right. Potentially on an, another visit. On another visit. Yeah. Chicago's a great place from where we live in Minneapolis. Just take a jaunt to. Yeah. Just hop out, out there and spend a weekend. We, yeah. Tanya and I did that, I don't know, six months ago? I can't remember. But yeah, it's, it's great. It's a nice little getaway. It is. We did that one weekend. I've been to Chicago just a few times, but it was fun. Yeah. For not for not being very far away, it feels like you're you're getting away. So. It's well, it's a real city. Yeah. That's how I think of it. Like, yeah. and no offense to Minneapolis or anybody living there, but we're such a small city. When you compared think of the Chicago. downtowns of Minneapolis compared to Chicago oh, yeah. or Seattle, Seattle is just like never ending downtown. Yeah. That's what I like about our New York, obviously, or. You know, God forbid, Paris or uh, London right. or something like that. I mean, so that's what I like about Chicago. It's a, uh, I like cities that are, um, what's the word? Not cosmopolitan, but kind of international flair. Like yeah. 
Chicago, Definitely. New York, Seattle, San Francisco. To me, Francisco are probably sure. the only four cities, maybe Boston, but the only four cities that to me feel like they could be European. Right. You know? Yeah, like even LA, it's downtown's terrible. Yeah, there's not, it's all spread out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Chicago downtown is pretty pretty it's nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. It's Hi, nice. Jackie. Books are flying out of here. Are they? Nice. Yeah. Good. We should hold back like five. So if we like meet people that we really want to give one to, we still have a stash. I've been giving. Are those all the books that are out right there? I think, uh, I think so. Oh, is there another box? No, that's all of them. I is think. That it? Wow. Yeah. Well, well, that's good. I can start taking names though, and. No, 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 no. Just keep giving them out. I just oh. mean like hold a few back just in case. You never know. That's good. What if Bill Clinton walks in here and he wants a book? And we're going to say, oh, we're out of books. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> By the way, did we figure out what this book signing is? It's the guy who spoke about blue oh. uh, blue, blue, blue zones. Blue zones. And is he just giving away his book, too? What's that? Is he just giving away his book? I don't, I don't looks know. Like. I don't know. Very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. We got books flying out of here from I all know. I know. And there was books yesterday. This is like the library. We're in the library section. Of the Shishman Exhibit Hall. That's right. Joe Flower had a book. Joe Flower Chris has, a book has a book. Yep. Dan Butner has a book. Is that is that blue 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 yep. zone guy? Okay. Well, cool. So this is. I got nothing. Being no, a kidding. being a radio host should be really hard work. You're good. You're good at it though. No, but this is exhausting. <laughs> Trying it to like keep exhausting. conversation up without saying the same thing over and over. That's tough. Well, and people have asked me, they're like, well, I wouldn't know what to say. And I was like, don't worry, Crystal. I told him he could talk to a brick wall. Which so. I do all the time. You tell me I do it all the time. <laughs> it's kind of a problem of mine. But then someone who was podcasting with us said you should be on NPR. Yes. I've heard that before, actually. I didn't you want to should. say that because it sounds really, sounds arrogant. <laughs> but people have said you could be on radio. I think, I think like, you, Adam yeah, could do good. that, too. Yeah. Oh, Adam, totally. Yeah, he Adam just slides into radio voice. And he's he's radio voice, and you have to have, I'm like, totally opinions. Does. and Yeah, but it's it's tough. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard work. Is, you find this hard work? I yeah. mean, it's I mean, great work. I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's not easy. No. But we have great guests, so that's keeping it real. We do. We've had some really fun people stop by. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. I saw that one woman. You were you were cornered. Jackie was cornered in a booth by a gentleman, and I was almost going to nudge you to go talk to her because she was being very patient. We're like, we're going to lose her. She's going to go away. What was I doing? You were talking to a guy back here. Oh, the guy. Uh, yeah, was... wait, I was, uh, I'm not going to say who it was. Oh, I don't even know who it was. Oh, I know who it was. Oh, I know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry. So after this, I have a meeting right after this, and then. Uh, I was going to go to some sessions this afternoon, but I've got to I've got to get together with my co-presenter Melissa Tizon from ah. Providence Health and Services. We speak tomorrow at eight thirty. If you're listening live and you're at the show at the at the conference, come eight thirty. I thought it was eight forty-five. Okay, eight forty-five. <laughs> um, but that'll set? be an easy one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always like to run through my presentations at least once live. You know, that's fair. It is fair. I want to do them probably like twenty. But branding at the bar is all set. Got that done this morning. Yep. Yep, so that's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good time. Got some really tough trivia questions. Got some Chicago-based trivia. So who's emceeing the trivia? Are you? Joel is. As far as I know, Joel is. I have to talk to him, though, and make sure he's... Make sure he's... Down with that? No, no, I think he is. But, you know, there's, there's a certain... Flavor. It's a big, it's a big, yeah. it's a big, it's a big responsibility, and I want to make sure that he's up for it. I and mean, we were talking about Joel Cessna after all. 
from Mediacom. Joel Cessna from Mediacom. Or Evalia, <laughs> which is it? Their product is you Evalia. Medicom? Medicom. Or did you did jokingly I say Mediacom? Say Mediacom? Oh, because we were talking about cable, that the other cable provider. Damn right. it. The worst cable provider ever. <laughs> we were Not talking Medicom, about that Mediacom. the other night, though, that you should go up to them and talk about your yeah, cable. Yeah, because somebody we had met said, gosh, this is just a bigger show. There's, there's people like somebody, and even Mediacom's here, and we're like, I think you mean it's Medicom. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably Medicom. So we thought it'd be awesome if someone went up to him and was like, you know, my cable's really been having right. issues. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my, my cable first out last night. I'm breaking bad. <laughs> Can I complain? It's great that you guys have a booth here for me to complain about that here. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we can always... Uh, When's our next session, by the way? Today? Yeah. In here? 3.15. 3.15 to 4. With, with Jim. Okay, right. It's just for 45 minutes? Yeah, I believe so. And so then we the have one gym. after that is five thirty to six thirty. Mm-hmm. Five to six thirty. Five to six thirty, and then we have to we'll have to figure that out so you can get the branding. Yeah, it's Chris Boyer. I actually don't agree with that at all. <laughs> we were you don't just agree saying with branding that at probably the, bar? the probably the greatest digital marketer in healthcare is Chris Boyer. That is so like ironic. I said, I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> Hi Emily, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing this morning? Good. Have good. you guys got your plans for your podcast yet? Uh, we talked about it last night, actually. Absolutely. Yes. We're starting up a podcast. We're calling it the Not Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Digital Bastards. Uh, it's actually wow. the elitist healthcare marketing. <laughs> there you go. That's better. That's even better. I like that one, yeah. That's good. So did you guys go to the session this morning, the Blue Zone? We did not. Did you? No, I couldn't make it this morning because Breaking Bad was on my agenda. So did you watch no it? Spoilers. I did. No I spoilers. No, no spoilers. It's not a spoiler now except for Robert. But really, I mean. I lost it. Don't. How long am I going to have to... I mean, he cannot watch it for a week. Am I supposed to talk about it for a week? Yeah, one week. Oh. Can you wait Three one days. week? Well, Two more days. Why doesn't download on iTunes? He's got the same capabilities as Can every modern man. Can you wait one week? No. You might have to watch it here, Robert, just to appease yeah. oh, God. the man. So now, are you guys coming to Brandy at the Bar tonight? Uh, I think yeah, so. Yeah, that's yeah. the plan. Okay. okay. I wouldn't miss that. Why, why should we go, Chris? Because you have a chance to win one of four iPad minis. Ooh. Because tri- who doesn't like trivia? And drinks because and food. drinking and drinking. You know, I heard a rumor that you guys always have the best appetizers at branding at the bar. Ooh. Well, that would be Jackie's responsibility. I we make do. them myself <laughs> <laughs> in my room. Tonight's a special cream <laughs> cheese cherry <laughs> tart topped with crab meat and wow and basil. I don't know. I have no clue what we good? ordered. Basil farm to table appetizers is what I hear, right? <laughs> yeah. With basil aioli? Yeah, yes, basil all, aioli. All locally sourced. She drove all of the ingredients in from the farm this morning. She yeah. actually yeah. rode a bicycle to the and then, farms and brought well, them Well, we, yeah. we send her out a month ahead of time around. to build her own garden at the, <laughs> oh, at that's the venue. Good. That's good. So it's all homegrown garden vegetables. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good stuff. It's pretty intense. It's if anything, stuff. you should come for that. Yeah. 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 So what about the rest of the day? Are you gonna are you going to lunch? Or are you going to go to you, you know going to sessions? I wish, I wish we had. Um, we wanted to go some sessions, but you know, work rears its ugly head. Oh, you guys pulled into work. We have yeah. we have uh, a fire we have to put out. Somebody wants a microsite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's not a fire, right? That happens close. every day. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close yeah. <laughs> we got that. We got to follow up on sites that are launching today. Oh so. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, you know we're launching a healthcare uh, uh, insurance site. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, so be That's open, a ready deal. on exchanges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 CareConnect.com, so we're or North Shore LIJ CareConnect. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we've been working hard on that one, getting that oh, ready to go. Fingers uh, crossed yeah, that no it'll kidding. all go well. I think it'll be a brave new world you once know what? all these things are alive. <laughs> they were talking about it. The I, I don't know who in Minnesota, but maybe it wasn't Minnesota with some 
some national or big league talking about this, and they literally said, we should be putting out there to tell people, do not go to the exchanges the first couple of days. Because literally, the, most of them won't be ready. You know, it's going to be, conf- just wait. That's basically their message was, yeah. probably not going to be ready, so wait. So should that be the official message? I mean, I, I think I read a New York Times article recently that also said that, that October 1 is considered the beta or the soft launch right. for, <laughs> for all of this. And, you know, it's, it's hard because you got to balance the people who have been desperate to finally right, right, get their right. hands on some individual insurance. And, and, and maybe those are the people who should start to go and yes. take a look. But, but what they were saying that is probably going to be a little bit further down the line is the, the small group insurance, right. uh, the employers and, and that sort of thing. So, I mean, I know at least for us, the individual buyers are at least going to be able to see physicians that are in their area, understand what the plans have to offer and the scope of the plans. And, and maybe it's time to at least just start your research um, and start to engage on the sites. But um, right. probably also encouraging a little bit of patience as, I mean, everybody's learning how to do this for the first yes. time. Right? And, and to be clear, this is coming from the, the payer side of what you're doing, not from the provider, or Correct. is it from the provider side? This, this is, is the payer, the payer side. side. So yeah. you're showing up on the exchanges as an option for people. Yes, we are. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we are. And I haven't heard, I really haven't heard much of anything from providers that they're doing anything. I mean, you you, you would assume that they're going, people will go to the exchanges, they'll see what provider options there are as part of the packages, and then want to know more, and are, are providers ready for that? Probably not. Yeah, that's probably a, a, a good point because I don't know how many physicians have paid attention to this right. beyond the fact that, oh, more people will have insurance now. Right. Um, and, and I don't know how much they're getting involved as much as perhaps, say, their, their admins or some of the folks in their office staff who become you know the navigators and who are, right. who are acting in that capacity. But I really haven't heard too much provider involvement. No. Well, outside of being, a, you know, the, in our case, we have a new insurance offering that we're right. providing and they want to be participating in that network. Now what's going to happen in the second stage of this is that physician network, that relationship with us on the clinical side is also we're going to start to look at because now we're going to be able to share that data and be able to make some meaningful information and and look at some of the, the risk management components of this. But you're right. Really, on the provider side, not many changes right now. No, no. Yeah, and maybe it'll be delayed. Yeah, I mean the way it should work, you would expect there'd be millions of people wanting to know more about their options for healthcare, mm-hmm. starting with the exchanges, then going beyond that. And right. I don't know, maybe maybe I've just missed it, but I've heard anybody really talking about that. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. You have a phone number staffed for like what? What by tomorrow? Here's what I do: put something in your homepage and say, "Have a question about." Where X Y, where we as X Y Z show up in the exchanges, call this number, chat this, and have somebody who knows what the hell is going on, where you're represented, why they should pick that package because of your belonging to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got, they got. I mean, I know at least for the Care Connect uh, folks, they do have that number staffed. They do have people. I mean, you have to actually be licensed in order to right. pick up and answer those phone calls. And so they actually have an army of folks who've been manning the phones. We've had a static page up, sort of as a coming soon with that number displayed. Right. To, for folks to get information. I think the states are also doing something. I mean, again, this is going to vary state to state or from where you right. are, but but the states uh, have numbers to get help and understand the exchanges as well. And uh, yeah, again, I think if everybody just sort of thinks of this as, as an information gathering period <laughs> right. and maybe plan to sign up closer to December, right. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more kinks worked out. As someone was saying, mm-hmm. are you nervous about the go live? I said, well, it's not the go live that I'm worried about. <laughs> right, right. It will go live. I know right. how to repoint a DNS. Right, right. <laughs> the question really comes down to what's going to 
going to happen the week or two after that as we start right. to tweak and touch and figure out how to really make this thing work. Yep, absolutely. We had a big debacle in Minnesota where, I don't know how this happened, but data from the ex- data from the exchanges, how did it work? Private patient data was, was either hacked yeah. or released. And so it was just, you know, before we've even launched anything, we've got a breach of data security. And yeah. so, you know, that was used by political opponents as, see, this right. this thing's a debacle before it even gets off the ground. And we had people that were upset because we used Paul Bunyan to promote our Right, I heard exchanges. that, the Paul Bunyan Oh, yeah. oh the best as ever. If the, you haven't seen them, you have to go see them. They really are good. And what's the opposition to Paul Bunyan? Well, the people <laughs> in a town, not Brainerd, but... Oh. Bemidji. Okay. We have a giant Paul Bunyan statue there. They take great pride in Paul Bunyan being a representation of the timber industry in Minnesota, which it is. That's mythically, that's what it is. So they use Paul Bunyan in ads. The the big giant statue. They put him in precarious positions. Like one, he's he was sledding and he he hit a tree and his legs kind of hit the tree. Okay. And another, he's got an axe. The his axe is embedded in his leg. And the point is, sometimes you need healthcare, right? Right. They're hilarious, and they're Minnesota-focused, they're they're eye-catching, and the mayor of Bemidji was very upset that somebody would deem to joke about Paul Bunyan, and we should be more serious about the impact of the timber industry on our lives. Oh, it was terrible. And then the social media blowback was awesome. And by... Like two days later, she was walking it back, just saying, "You know, at first we weren't sure, but now, <laughs> now we love it." Because it was embarrassing that she would even—it's a mythical figure, right? But you know, don't get so bent out of shape. Should have rolled with it. <laughs> Should have had fun with it instead. Yeah. You know, she was not of the social media demographic. Can I say that without being? Well, everybody's part of yeah. the social media demographic. Well. The folks that have embraced it may be the least, or the the last. Should we put it that way? That would be people you're in my age? No, I, no I'm thinking older. more. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong about that. Stereotypically, can I say it? I think I think it's not social media that the, the blowback is about or, or the, the unfamiliarity with. It's the the type of communication that occurs. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's, but not, it's not the tools. It's the type of communication But it's somebody who doesn't understand how to, how yeah. to leverage the yeah. tools. Right. So I'm not blaming the tools. I'm blaming yeah. the lack of understanding of, oh, if I say this, this might cause a problem. Right. I'm just, I'm just reminded, I mean, you know, my mother is all over social media, 73-year-old yes. woman who never had a computer in her life, and she's now on Twitter and Facebook, that's but awesome. she still doesn't understand how they work. Right. That, that's my dad, too. But, but, you know, I mean, I think I, I had to explain to her why when she uh, tweets Rachel Maddow that Matt, Rachel Maddow won't tweet her back. <laughs> well, she, did, right. did you tell her that she just doesn't like her? <laughs> you spoken That's to Rachel, why, right? and Rachel yeah. has, has come right out and said, Rachel, I, don't, I don't like your mom. When I, yeah, when I had coffee with Rachel last week. <laughs> <laughs> Warren, how are you, sir? Good. We've okay, got Warren Johnson. Off. All right, see you guys. Chris, are you going to be uh, podcasting here later today oh, yes. as well? Yes. Well, I want to stop back and talk about health care reform a little bit. I had yes, please a real do. interesting conversation last night over dinner. You know, there's so many smart people here. Yep. Uh, and it makes me, you know, just, it's a good humility sort of thing. I know, isn't it? It, it really is. Because there's so many smart people here. But they had some excellent thoughts on healthcare reform. So I want to stop back Absolutely. And, and chat a little bit. Whenever the exhibit halls open, we're here. We've got guests here and there. That's a So just keep up. an eye up. And, and But I know we have some openings this cool. afternoon. So awesome. we'd love to have you back. Sounds good. Thanks All right, for take it. care. Take care. All right, should we wrap up this session, Jackie?
All right, we're wrapping up the session. The early morning session. We got two more to go today. That's right. Looking forward to being back. And for Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Ambassadors is Chris Bevelo. Robert Prevo. And Jackie Redackle. All right. Talk to you guys next time.